Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. You know that feeling when you walk into your home, take a deep breath, and feel new? Well, that's what it's like to use Clorox Sentiva. Because Clorox Sentiva smells like coconut, cleans like Clorox, and feels like energy. It'll elevate any cleaning routine to not just clean, but also make every room smell like a tropical coconut getaway. Discover how Clorox Sentiva's powerful clean and refreshing scents can transform your space. Get yours in coconut or other fabulous scents at a nearby retail store. I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid-back nature. He's a family man and being a country megastar while also having seven kids. You know he likes to keep his style cool and casual. This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear, affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. The NBA China games have come and are just about gone. Before heading back home, one last installment in our NBA China game series. We'll talk to some members of the team about the trip. First, a 20-year-old Turk who's opened eyes this fall in the preseason. This is my first time in China. Fans are like crazy. They love basketball a lot, you know. And then, an assistant coach for the 76ers who played here for a bit. Wherever basketball takes me, you know, I think that's where I should go. It's time in my life where I literally had two bags packed and just waited for my agent to just let me know where I was going. Furkan Korkmaz and assistant Dwayne Jones are our guests on this episode of The Broadcast. And one last time from the Far East here in China, we say ni hao. I bring you into another episode of the broadcast, our NBA China series. I'm Brian Seltzer, and I am back in the hotel following the second and final game of this year's China series. The Sixers in Dallas played a pretty competitive game on Monday. The Sixers came up just short, 115 to 112, but it's the preseason. So at the end of the day, would it have been nice for the Sixers to go unbeaten on their exhibition schedule? Yes, but all things considered, this was a really strong preseason performance by the Sixers. And in particular, even though Monday's game was a loss, I mean, how good was Joel Embiid? Again, he has just been dominant at stretches, as Brett Brown talked about uh, throughout the preseason. 29 points, a bunch of vicious dunks. It was a good night for the 76ers on several fronts, even though they did not come away with the win. So for our final episode of the NBA China series, we're going to hear from Furkan Korkmaz and Dwayne Jones. Furkan, of course, is Furkan. Dwayne, some of you hardcore Big Five Philly Hoopheads might remember Dwayne. He was on the Jameer Nelson St. Joseph's team that went undefeated in 2004, and he had a nice career, played some time in the NBA, and his professional journey took him to China, and we'll talk to him about that. 
Both of those conversations are coming up in just a moment. We would like to remind you first that to subscribe to the podcast, please just go to any one of your favorite podcasting platforms. That could be Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, SoundCloud, TuneIn. Just type in Sixers Podcast Network and that will take you to our feed. So in the first installment of the NBA China podcast series here on the broadcast, we heard from a guy named Kenneth Lau, who is steeped in Chinese basketball history, played here, is a commentator now, and has just witnessed firsthand the rise and growth of the NBA in this part of the world, and he explained why it's taken on so much interest. Then we heard from a true all-time great Anywhere you go, that is the view of Dikembe Mutombo in this world when it comes to basketball. And he had some wonderful thoughts about Joel Embiid and the 76ers. And now we're going to talk to some current members of the team, both a player and an assistant. We'll start with Furkan Korkmaz, who had a great preseason, really encouraging, built off a terrific summer run when he was playing in the FIBA European World Qualifiers with Turkey. Korkmaz shot efficiently, showed growth defensively, and seems to be in a good place heading into regular season at number two. So before Monday's game at Shenzhen Universidad Sports Center, I caught up with Furkan. Furkan, amazingly, we're at the end of the trip. What have you made of this whole experience? So first of all, I want to say like this is my first time in China. Uh, you know, I was really excited before I came here, but I love Shanghai, I love Shenzhen. Uh, really good cities, really good people here, really good country, good culture. You know, the peoples are really nice against us. You know, and the fans are like crazy. They love basketball a lot. You know, uh, before I knew that because uh, I've been some of Asia countries, but now uh, I can feel more. Different cities, though, right? Yeah. Shanghai and Shenzhen. What did you notice about how they're different? I mean, first of all, uh, I saw the population, uh, how the people lives here. You know, uh, what's their culture? I try to learn most of things about them. And then, uh, like the fans, you know, we are here for play basketball, and then they are here to watch us. Uh, they really like uh, showing good support. You know, here is really big uh, Sixers fans. Uh, especially in China, I knew that before I came here. Uh, these trips like make me really happy. Your career has definitely taken you all over the planet, but just the amount of people that are in China—it's kind of crazy. It's like yeah. Shenzhen is, I guess, considered a small city by comparison to Shanghai, but it's still 12 million people, which is just massive. It's like amazing, you know. The Shanghai may be one of the biggest city. Uh, more crowded, you know, uh, but here also Shenzhen. Here is so crowded. Also, you know, uh, the population is crazy. Uh, doesn't matter how small or how big uh, your city, uh, just people love each other. You know, here is like uh, everybody love each other. And it's amazing to see too how a sport brings common interests together for people of all different walks of life from anywhere on the globe. Yeah, here is like like everywhere. You know, here is also different peoples from different countries, different cultures. Uh, different religions, you know, but uh, everybody is together. Everybody love each other. Everybody uh, respect each other. I think for me that's the key, you know, to live together. Doesn't matter what's your culture, what's your, uh, what's where you're from, you know. Uh, that's why I love. I love. It. A cool dynamic the Sixers create is that they give you the opportunity, you guys as players, to bring someone along on the trip. You brought your dad. Yeah, I brought my dad. Also, he was really excited about this trip. So this is probably like. Uh, one of the good stories for us, you know, to be in China with my father. 
what are some of the things that you guys have done on the trip? Uh, we eat a lot of like foods, you know. Uh, he had more time than me, like to go around, you know, to see the culture here because we we are having good practice, you know, games. We have different schedule than my father, uh, but we spend a lot of time together, you know. Uh, he he is also really happy uh, to be in this trip. Has he come to see you a lot over the course of your life? Did he follow you, whether you were playing in Turkey for Ephes or Banvit and now in Philadelphia? I mean, yeah, every, every time, not just my father, you know. Uh, each, each member of my family, they support me, you know, my mom, my sister, you know. Uh, also, I have one nephew, you know, uh, he's in Philly right now, waiting for me to get back. Uh, like, everyone is supporting me. Uh, just for this trip specifically, my father came with me, you know, because usually we don't have that chance to bring someone to our trips, you know, uh, on the road games. And that's why we are lucky also as a players. Did you try anything crazy to eat? What was the most bizarre thing, strange thing that you tried? Uh, it's not really because I, I'm not that kind of guy, you know, to try new things. I usually go with the, what I know, you know, before. But uh, when somebody, like, offer me, you should eat this, you should eat this, I will go with that, yeah, I will try. I'm with you. I didn't do anything yeah. too much, but I had, a, I had a duck. Good to hear that. Uh, yeah. Good to hear that. Now, are you doing any advanced scouting of the country of China for the members of the Turkish national team? Because if things continue to go as they've gone in FIBA qualifying, you guys presumably will be here this time next year. Yeah, uh, I was thinking the same thing, you know, that's why uh, I wanted to get culture more to share with my teammates in Turkey national team, Turkish national team. Uh, I hope we will make it, you know, uh, we will be here next summer also. Uh, just like can't wait to bring my teammates here. Give me your thoughts on the preseason so far. First, how do you think the team has done? I think everybody knows what we can do on the court. You know, uh, I think we have uh, positive ways to win the games. You know, to play good basketball, and then now like the team knows each other much better. You know, this is like uh, the program is still uh, continuing. Uh, for me, this is my second year. You know, I know everyone here. Uh, that's why I feel really confident. Uh, you know, just this is a preseason. In preseason, everything can happen, but you can win the game, you can lose the game. Uh, we are winning all the games right now. Uh, I just want to say, like, we just need to keep winning because this is also, like, uh, should be our culture to winning. You, know? and you said that you're feeling confident. You also feel good about the way that you've played in the three games so far? Yeah, I think uh, I did a great job, you know. After summer league and then after national teams, I, I know what I got in my pockets. So in the training camp, I came, I came in the training camp like ready. I was ready, you know. I play more than uh, more games than uh, all the players during the summer. That's why I was really feeling good about basketball. Physically, you feeling like you're holding up okay? Yeah, physically also like I feel okay. You know, last year I worked hard, uh, really. That's why like this year for me, this year was the goal. You know, to play, get some minutes, to play in rotation. Uh, my goal is still the same, you know, just I need to step up. Lastly, you guys, ridiculously, a week from now, you're going to be in Boston going up against the Boston Celtics. What's been the mood like inside the locker room about approaching the regular season, and especially starting off that way against Boston? I think, of course, first game is against Boston, you know, from last year. Uh, we had one uh, notebook against them, you know. Uh, now we'll play against Boston. We know what they got. We know also what we got. You know, we just need to uh, show on the court. Uh, yes, we can beat you guys. Uh, we just need to tell them 
and then we just need to be in the games because this is the first game, you know. Uh, for us, it's also too important to get more confidence, like winning, 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 and especially this is Boston, you know. That's why uh, we want to win. Furkan sounds like he had a great trip and a great preseason. Thanks so much. Thank you. Always good to get a word with 2016 number 26 pick Furkan Korkmaz, a guy who did not have quite as extensive an opportunity to get in the mix last year due to injury with the Sixers, but this year has come back, as he said, confident. And I'd also throw in determined. He said on multiple occasions he wants to be in the rotation this season, and in the preseason he definitely played like it. All right, now on to Dwayne Jones. Dwayne Jones played at St. Joseph's, went undrafted after he left Hawk Hill in 2005. For his career, he played in a total of 82 regular season NBA games. There is most definitely something to be said for that. And he also was in the G League and played at various destinations abroad, one of which was China. So I thought, hey, why not? Let's uh, speak with Dwayne Jones, not just about his experience here in China, but also what he thinks about uh, his current work with the 76ers and how things are looking for 2018-2019. Dwayne, what have you made of the trip? How's it been so far? Uh, it's been a great trip. I think our guys were, you know, kind of a, a bonding trip, you know, to kind of go on the other side of the world and, you know, kind of be together as a group, kind of. It, it, it was a good experience. I think the guys gained a lot out of it. You've been in basketball all your life. There really is something to that, right? When you guys as a group, as a team, spend a condensed amount of time together because really the only people you have are yourselves, especially, I would think, in a foreign country in a place like this. Uh, yeah, yeah, for sure. I think I think it, it kind of builds like the, the brotherhood, and I think it, it kind of helped, you know, with the, with the new guys we have, and you know, the, the continuation from last year, kind of everybody getting together, and you know, kind of kind of having fun, like you said, everybody, you know, we're kind of here together. It was you know the seventy sixers brand, and everybody, you know, kind of spent time together, and it was cool. Some people might recognize your name from your time on Hawk Hill. You spent multiple seasons in the NBA. Can you give us an introduction to what you're doing with the Sixers now and as assistant? Uh, yes, yeah, so I'm uh, the player, player development coach this year. Uh, this will be my first year with this role. Uh, you know, my, my main thing will be helping some of our, our younger guys that we have. And, uh, you know, along with Wilson Chandler, I'll have Jonah, Jonah Bolden. So kind of, you know, two newer guys to the Sixers organization and brand and, you know, just kind of helping those guys get acclimated and, you know, trying to just, you know, fit right in with our returning guys. You've been around the team for parts of a couple seasons now. Did you always know that coaching was the direction you wanted to get involved with after you were done playing? Uh, it was something I kind of thought, started thinking about maybe six or seven years ago. Uh, actually, when I was playing for the uh, the Mavericks uh, G League team at the time, uh, Texas Legends, uh, I was down there, and uh, Donnie Nelson, we were at dinner or something one time. He was like, I think you would be a good coach, and I never thought about it like that, and that kind of got you know everything kind of rolling in my mind. I was kind of thinking about getting into it, and uh, you know, being friends with John Bryan and kind of seeing his journey, me and him were always kind of talking about, you know, maybe when, when you get done playing, like, it might be time to, you know, try to think about getting into coaching, and it's been great. I'm sure if Donnie Nelson, someone like him, says something to you, you take stock of that and, and put some uh, value into it. But what do you think he saw in you as, as having the potential to be a coach? Um, I think it was just as a player, I, I think I started to learn as I got a little older in my career, just being, just being a vocal leader, you know, whether it's calling out, know on defense you know calling out uh, the opposition plays and just things like that and just kind of having you know growing my mind for the game and just being able to kind of verbalize it to my teammates just being a leader as a player and then the way that you deal with players as a coach is there there are differences there is it a different style a different approach uh yeah because i think you know as teammates you're your peers 
in here is kind of a, a different situation. You know, you, you were in their shoes, but you're not in their shoes anymore. So you got to be able to have, you know, a good balance of, you know, you know, talking to them and talking with them. So you left St. Joseph's after 2005, spent a total of 82 games over multiple seasons in the NBA, but I really wanted to talk to you about the experience you had in China in 2011-2012. Walk us through that, how you ended up here, and then what it was like playing here. Uh, China was a great experience. That was, it was actually my, uh, my second year playing here. I actually got a chance to play with the current Sixer, Wilson Chandler. We were teammates for a month. You know, it was a cool experience. We were in a city called uh, Hangzhou, which is about two hours south of Shanghai, and it, it was a cool experience. How would you describe that city versus Shanghai, which is where the Sixers were earlier in the trip, and even here in Shenzhen? Uh, it's a little, I guess, a little smaller of a city, and that's in you know, in, in China, smaller means you know, you go from twenty million to ten, but you know, for them, that's a, that's a smaller city. So it was a, a little smaller city, but other than that, it was you know. It wasn't like being in a village or anything like that. I think everybody, was, it, was, it was a cool place to be. When you're going through a career and you're trying to carve out steady opportunities as a pro, is it one of those situations where when you get the call, wherever it is to play, that's where you're going? Uh, yeah, I think it, it got to the point in my career, like after you know, my five years in the NBA and you know, multiple times spending in the G League, where it was just like, you know what, I think it's time to, you know, wherever basketball takes me, you know, I think that's where I should go. And it was, it was a time it was a time in my life where I literally had two bags packed and just waited for my agent to just let me know where I was going. In what ways did you have to adapt when you were here? Um, definitely had the, you know, the, with the language barrier and just, you know, what I could eat and couldn't eat. It, would, it took me a couple of weeks to just kind of feel, feel my way around here. And then once that happened, I was, I was good to go. I would think that having some American teammates, though, Rodney White was also on your team one year, right? Did that help? Uh, yeah, well, actually, I, I didn't play with Rodney. My, the first year I was here, I played with, um, played with Patrick O'Brien. We played at Fujian together. And then uh, Andre Emmett uh, came. We, we played together. And it, it definitely helped because it was, it was two of us and a translator. So they were the only people speaking English. So we definitely bonded. And it, it's always good to have when you're overseas having somebody who, you know, has shared experience and then you kind of know where you come from. Did you internalize any of the language while you were here? Uh, not really. I learned Bing Kwai, which was ice, because that's what I was always asking for with the trainers. But uh, other than that, that was about it. And the standard, you know, Hao and Shishi, that was all I kind of picked up. For me, I mean, it was really clear right off the bat just how not only passionate, but knowledgeable and educated the fans are here. Do you remember what impression the fans left upon you your first time here and, and what you made of that? Oh, yeah, they, they love basketball. They're, they're basketball crazy. So it was interesting being here because here, with the time difference, like you can wake up at 7 in the morning and there's an NBA game playing. So a lot of people here wake up before they go to work, watch an NBA game. And I think they, that just kind of, you know, obviously with Yao Ming and, and guys like that, I just think they really became passionate with basketball and they, they love it. Has anyone recognized you or stopped you or remembered you while the team's been here? No, not yet. I think, you know, besides being American, I think I've got recognized by that. And they just like to take pictures of just about everybody. So, but nobody has been like, oh, Dwayne Jones, you, you led the league in rebounding in seven years ago. <laughs> One of the guys, as you said, that you get to work with this year is Jonah Bolden. Tell me what you see in Jonah and what have you observed from him so far? Uh, he, his, his thirst for knowledge is just incredible. He's a very smart player. He's always asking questions. He's always... In, in a good way, like we, we go through drills and he wants to know why we're doing it. What, what is, what is, how is this going to translate from being on the floor? And I think, you know, I think he has a very bright future. You know, his, his ability to shoot and stretch the floor 
and, and defend, I think, is, is going to be valuable for us. And, I, you know, I'm excited to see his growth with us. Anyone who plays basketball, i got to believe the end goal is they'd love to get to the NBA. But Jonah, he's gone through so much to get here, and that seems like it's been such a motivational factor for him for all the different places he's been to finally be so close to this opportunity where he is now. Uh, definitely. He, he does not take this opportunity for granted. He's a, he's a very serious guy on and off the floor, and it's kind of funny. Sometimes you got to tell him, like, it's okay to smile every now and then. I, I know you, you, know, you want to be serious. You want to go through the workout and appreciate it, but it's okay to you know, kind of sit back and, and enjoy the moment. But I think you know, for a young guy to come in hungry and realize what this opportunity is, and like you said, you know, being able to, you know, the journey he went through just to get here, and I think he values every minute of being an NBA player. All right, as we look back on the preseason for the 76ers, what are going to be some of the takeaways that you come away with as you guys now are amazingly within striking distance of your first game of the season? Uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's going to be interesting just to see, you know, everything fits together with the new guys. It was interesting, our first training camp, you know, we were in practice, and I think at one point we all kind of looked around and was like, this feels like a continuation from last year. Like, guys were high, guys were happy, guys were smiling, like, guys were excited to be in the gym together. And I think, you know, guys are ready to kind of seize the opportunity from last year and continue with it. Good stuff. Dwayne, thanks so much for a few minutes. No problem. Thank you. Part of that memorable St. Joseph's Hawks run in 2003-2004, Dwayne Jones, also another current 76er assistant, was on that team. John Bryant, part of a strong Hawk contingent with the Sixers coaching staff right now between Dwayne, JB, and also J-O-B, Jim O'Brien, a true, true Hawk great in his own right. Now special advisor to Brett Brown is Jim O'Brien. So yeah, it was, uh, at least I enjoyed uh, being able to hear from Furcon and Dwayne Jones, one guy in Furcon had never been to China before, Dwayne uh, his career taking him back to this part of the world. So that'll be it for our NBA China Games podcast series. Hope you enjoyed the three episodes that we did. We got regular season basketball to talk about in the days ahead as the Sixers set sights on an anticipated return to TD Garden Tuesday, October 16th, game number one of 82 in the regular season. Yeah. We got some real legit stuff that we're about to sink our teeth into. We'll talk to you next time. Thanks so much for following along while we've been in China. See ya. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. You know that feeling when you walk into your home, take a deep breath, and feel new? Well, that's what it's like to use Clorox Sentiva. Because Clorox Sentiva smells like coconut, cleans like Clorox, and feels like energy. It'll elevate any cleaning routine to not just clean, but also make every room smell like a tropical coconut getaway. Discover how Clorox Sentiva's powerful clean and refreshing scents can transform your space. Get yours in coconut or other fabulous scents at a nearby retail store. 
Picasso knows your vacation home is your best home. It's the place that brings family and friends together. It's where you're the best version of yourself. Picasso makes it easy to co-own a luxury vacation home in amazing locations. Listings start at 200K for one-eighth ownership. Picasso does all the work for you. Luxury furnishings, maintenance, billing, scheduling, and more. And you can resell on Picasso's marketplace anytime, historically for a 10% gain. Visit Picasso to see thousands of listings. That's P-A-C-A-S-O dot com.